Hello, people of the world and people of the holiday season. Whatever you celebrate, we all come together to celebrate Content Breaker here on our weekly podcast. I am joined by the Four Seasons, Zog the Summer Boy, Kells the Wonders of Winter, Erskine the Springtime Meadow, and me just falling through life as things happen. How are you gentlemen today? Surprised I'm summer. Was not expecting that one. You have such an intense heat. That's why. Could you man? I'll accept that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Um. So yeah, today we are talking about how the rise of the Guardians is one of the best holiday movies around. Um, Hell yeah! Which I truly believe that it is. Um. Rise of the Guardians is a DreamWorks production that I feel like is not in the golden age of DreamWorks, but is like a golden age DreamWorks. This movie came out in 2012 and it kept getting pushed back because of all the movies coming out in 2012. (laughs) Yeah, it didn't really stand a whole lot of a chance with the lineup that year. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. Um, We got a lot of. Cats. (laughs) Cats. <laughs> we got a lot of cats. Um, I'm distracted by cat. the cat. Hi, <laughs> yeah, strangers. So, uh, so for for 60 seconds, let's talk about some animated movies that came out in 2012. Um, of course, Evangelion 3.0, um, cause that's a competition, <laughs> um, but no, we got stuff like Superman, the elite. We got Frank and Wiener. Nice. Uh, Mass Effect, the movie, uh, food fight. What? Oh this my god, I forgot that fight? was released no. in 2012. I don't even no, know what that is. we gotta do an episode on Food Fight. Just, I don't even think I know hey, what Food Fight is. fuck you. It is an <laughs> abomination is what it is. But everyone has done it. Is that Sausage Party? No, that's Sausage no. Party. It's not Food Fight. Uh, I'm looking up Food Fight right now. Madagascar 3 came out that same year. Trash. Really? That's crazy. Panda Warrior. Yeah, this was probably up. Of, Yo, of this three is a real movie. movie. Okay. That, yeah, <laughs> it's a real movie. You don't want to watch it. Trust me. This you is really the pickle don't. bird. <laughs> oh god damn it. The, Oh, but this is also competing with the likes of Hotel Transylvania. Yeah, Hotel Transylvania, and, Wreck It Ralph, and that don't, and that's just like the anime and Brave, the animated movies. But what Every also came age. out? What also came out that year was a. Uh, the Amazing Spider-Man, The Avengers, uh, Dark Knight Rises, a whole bunch of other shit that it was just Naruto like, Road where's, Ninja. where's a good place to release this? <laughs> there was none. There was not. 2013 was- is a good place to release this. Um, wow. I didn't know all these movies came out, um, but we all know that Road to Ninja and the Lorax was the best ones that came out that year. <laughs> Trees. Are important, but save, yeah, save, save the weebdom for the other podcast. Save the weebdom. Um, Lorex is an animated movie, not a weeb movie, though. So that's okay. The, fuck, the other one you talk, anyways. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, no, um, this is a like honestly, it's like a holiday agnostic movie, which is really weird. It's not like a Christmas movie, hooray, Christmas. Yeah. It's like yeah. All of the holidays. It takes place on Easter. It takes place yeah. throughout a year. We don't have a time scale for this. Yeah, because there's definitely Christmas happening at like, some point in this movie. 
Really? No. Yes. Because they deliver the, Christmas presents. Easter is the big holiday that we go through, but they are running around collecting teeth for the tooth fairy. And as they do so, they incorporate stuff from their own holidays, leaving eggs for them to find. Uh, Santa just being like, I turn your house into Christmas. Ha ha. As he <laughs> yeah, runs around. It's more or less, he's like, Merry Christmas. Here's some presents. But it's like, it's like day after Easter, man. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah so I, thus I, making this a Christmas movie. And that is why this is totally a Christmas movie because Christmas is somewhere in here. It no, is it's the a Christmas movie because theory. it's Santa. But yes, um, Santa also Russian works better Santa. than my argument. Russian, yes. Al- Al- Russian Alec Baldwin Santa. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Hey, I'm surprised uh, it works so well. <laughs> honestly, honestly, it 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 actually kind of did work, and it also introduced us. Uh, it was the birthplace of the minions with the elves for some reason. What? No. This was, yes. No. No. Death listen. to that idea. No. They're nowhere, in, I'm, uh, they're nowhere I'm in this movie as much. They don't hijack the listen. movie and <laughs> they have nothing to do with the plot. You're right. I mean, it was used correctly as minion type characters should be used as. But the but, minions were created with the release of the 2010 Despicable Me. No, okay. I know. This is two years after the fact. Oh, you're right. Okay. So, yes, I'm right. so that's even worse. They're minion clones. They tried to yes. capitalize okay, on the yeah, minion that, that makes sense. The purple though. minions are nightmare fuel. I Which, I did not know when Despicable Me came out. Because <laughs> you didn't. You, you have the wealth of human knowledge at your fingertips. You didn't utilize it. But um, I, I will agree. Uh, I think it, I enjoyed kind of the elves because they didn't have too much screen time. They were there per, solely for comic relief. And, you know, it was kind of fun when they were uh, when Jack Frost and Santa were rocking through the the uh, the workshop and he was like, oh, I thought all the elves made the tool like the toys. And he's like, uh, we let them you think that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not, nice work. That was kind of fun. It's like, you do a good job here. as they hit themselves in the head with a hammer. <laughs> yeah, the elves were Lord Jesus. Um but no, this is a movie. Um, Rise of the Guardians was by DreamWorks 2012, and it was based loosely off a children's book. Um, that was the Guardians of Childhood was the book that this was based off of, which I slightly knew that because I when I first watched Guardians of Rise of the Guardians, when I first watched that, I vaguely remembered like the plot somehow. And then. As I watched it, I was like, this seems so familiar. And then I watched it with my sister, who was like a book nerd. And she was like, yeah, it was like in fourth grade. It was a scholastic book fair. And there was like this book that was like a picture book. And I was like, oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. So, um, yeah. And the it's wild. Are, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. The books are crazy. For, for example, some of these characters aren't spirits. They're aliens. What the fuck? Yeah, like not getting <laughs> Jack Frost Turns isn't a Mother spirit; Goose he's an from alien. Mars. Yeah, turns out Mother yeah. Goose is actually the daughter of Pitch Black. <laughs> Fucking How does that work? Uh, read the books. <laughs> it. You know what? Shadow powers. <laughs> I yeah, I mean, it starts with the Man in the Moon, which um, is God. Yeah, which you do see him in this as well. Um. Wait, see the as moon. like, yeah, Aslan. Aslan. Yeah, Aslan. I used to think his name was Aslan. Aslan. We have Lion God. Now we have Moon God. 
Yes, I was there when it was written. <laughs> don't Best line the in all of to cinema. Me, which... <laughs> I was there when it was written. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, anyway, my nephew was like, "I'm going to destroy you at video games." I was like, "Ha ha!" Your nephew said that. There. Remember, I told you this story. Oh yeah, I thought you meant like your He's nephew like, told I'm you gonna, I'm gonna that he was there when something Smash was written. <laughs> I was like, no, "Your nephew no, is a Satanist be... or something." But don't be afraid to kick Anyways. your nephew with oh, love or out your house next, next time he does next, something. Next week, Satan Christmas movies. <laughs> is that a thing? Yes, yeah, so that's it's the thing. Krampus. I don't need to find these. <laughs> it's called Krampus, actually. It's Krampus like was actually pretty good. I like Satan. Krampus. That's not Satan. Scary. Not. Or the Billy and Mandy Christmas special. That's a satanic Christmas movie. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's just vampiric. Uh, Satan. Hell Satan. Um, we've got <laughs> Rise of the Guardians, though, which which uh, previously, um, you know, it is wild how deep and crazy the lore actually gets. Like, you know, even here, it's like, okay, it's a fun kids movie, but uh, the fucking moon decides who gets to be a savior of the children universe. Like, yeah. I mean, one thing yeah. I do love about that is that it, that's just how it is. They don't explain anything more than that. Like, I don't wow, need anything chosen. more than that. It's just, hey, the moon is the one who decides who gets to be a guardian. And these guardians are the people who protect the kids and their dreams. That's all you got to know. <laughs> True. Like, um, but yeah, anyway, so this is the, um, the premise is basically that, like you said, that the moon decides who is the guardians of the, ch- the world. I want to say the children, but I guess it's like all encompassing, but they're really like it's screw the, the adults. It's really just the, the children kids. of the world. Yeah. yeah. So you got um which i didn't know until this rewatch and then looking at the wiki that these guardians actually had titles which i think it's very interesting um yeah. you're going to leave the last one off but you got the sandman who's the guardians of the dreams because you know sandman goes into dreams and gives Puts you pleasant them to sleep, sleep. Let them stream yeah and Sanderson Van Snoozy <laughs> Anderson Van Snoozy Yes. I love their names from the books. And then you got Tufanina. Tufanina? Is that how you pronounce Tuthina. it? Tufina. Tufina, who is a guardian of memories, which is still... I, I mean, I, I know they tried to relate the teeth back to that, but I still was like, nah, man, this is too loose. This don't make sense. Like, so if you teeth. don't have, like, a full set of teeth, do you just not have those childhood memories sealed away? Like, I mean, I guess... No, if makes you sense. ever had baby teeth, then... When she collects them, she collects the memories. So yes, but say like if your tooth gets knocked out and it falls down a drain or something, and it just oh well, there goes my childhood memories. I'll never have those. Eh, I'm sure she'll find it. You just ain't getting the, the money. Teeth, the world's grossest data storage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not yeah. to like mention the fact that like it's super weird because I feel like you know you don't really retain memories as a kid anyway. Like so. You gotta get your baby teeth. I mean, <laughs> no, but like. Anyway, yeah, moving man. on from the two Fina because she nah, pissed me off. Nah, man, like, you you know you them 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 memories as a child are in that that storage locker. You pay fifty dollars yeah, a month just, for. You don't know why, but what would be don't don't open that door. I, I forget what I put in there, but I no, know something I wanna, belongs I go, in there. I want to go wonder, down this rabbit hole. I ever wonder how long like, parents like keep baby teeth, like. Or do they even keep them? Hold on to the childhood memories, yeah. You know? I mean, like, 
Mm-hmm. But like if they're in there watch. 20 I mean, years later, it's you can always ask weird. your parents and find out. Yeah, but. your your parents probably has like a whole suitcase or We didn't keep baby teeth. Like there were so like, many children that would have been <laughs> well too much storage space. They were like, teeth "Oh." Alone. I was like, "Is the tooth fairy real?" They're like, "You want the real answer?" Me being a kid, yeah. No. Like is Santa real? Yeah. It's us. We Santa. What do you want for Christmas? Like cool. <laughs> that was literally uh, cool. it. Like uh, cool. What am I getting for Christmas? The truth. <laughs> a Game Boy SP. So, um, which I mean, that worked out for me because then I just started asking for stuff, and then I got the soccer bockums and beat my cousin upside the head. Uh, fun times. But anyway, yeah. So, ask your parents like how long they kept y'all's baby's teeth because I'm curious. I will ask mine, and I know the answer I will get. Um, and then we got, of course, Nicholas Saint North, which is Santa, who is my favorite guardian, the guardian of wonder. Because, like, he's Christmas. Like, it's the best holiday. Eh. Um, I air quoted it. Thank you. <laughs> like, you tell it, you cannot tell me, Zog. No matter what, I know you have some crazy hot takes, but there's no way you're going to tell me there's a holiday more, like, re- like more popular than Christmas. More Boxing popular? <laughs> yes. Or more widely loved than Christmas. Shut up. I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> this man said box day. Uh, you know what I can probably think of that could compete is like Halloween, and I'd prefer that crowd anyway. So I just hate Halloween. I don't know why. Well, I fuck just you don't too. like. It's like I just always saw it as like I blame Hocus Pocus, honestly. But like even in the rest of let's talk about it for a second. Even the rest of the world where there is no like semblance of Christianity, they still like celebrate Christmas, like. And they, a lot of places mm. in the world even have, like, it's like a worldwide holiday, even though it is only celebrated in the West or only, thanks, like, pagans. recognized in the West. You said what? I said thanks, pagans. But no, certainly to yeah. your point, like, there are a bunch of of winter celebrations, mm-hmm. you know, regardless of the specific culture from one place to another. That, that kind of idea, like, transcends. So certainly, it doesn't have to be Christmas. It can be Annika, it can be Kwanzaa, it can be pagan holiday number 47, you know. It's it's a thing in humanity. It's basically just, it's cold outside, everybody get together and celebrate something. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, when everybody's stuck inside, because it's death, literal death outside, you have to celebrate this day alive. Especially the past couple years. Yeah. I wish it was colder. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. But yeah, so um, in my opinion, the best guardian, not necessarily the best holiday, but you know, the best guardian, um, also the most popular one, as we can see in the movie as well, but the guardian of wonder. So I'll rock with that. Winter Wonderland. Then we have E.S.T.A.R. Bunnymond, who is Australian and my second favorite guardian. because It is Hugh Jackman. Yes. Like, that's why we love him. Um and he's the guardian of hope, which is another one that I didn't quite. I was like, eh. He like, said I Easter guess. was hope. Well, so that's supposed to be the, there were, I guess. As soon as Easter got ruined and uh, in the movie, as soon as Easter got ruined and uh, all the kids started losing all like belief in the guardians and everything. That's when they really started getting weak and. The guy trying to d- kill them all got strong. So Guardian of Hope loses powers. Everyone fall in despair. Kind of makes sense. 
And they said yeah. it was the he was the Guardian of Hope because it was like the the new beginnings. Yeah. Like Easter, spring, you know, moving out of out of the cold, dark death of winter, you know, the hope of, I don't know, six months of not that shit. Yeah. So, the let's get true, back to true. life. Let's live, you know, let's go and be great and all that. So yes. and then we have our other guardian who's not a guardian yet, but we'll get to that when he uh, does inevitably become a guardian. So. We've got the movie starts with um, Jack Frost, who is another monolith of, you know, what would you call these? Holi- not holidays, like spirits, spirits. folklore, fairy tale. Folklore, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Another, yeah, another myth. Another very popular myth. Mm-hmm. Jack Frost, he brings a code and winter and all this stuff. Except he's Iceman in this movie. He is literally like, you know, uh, X Men. He is Jack he Frost. Fly. He has power over the cold, the wind, and. Not the he rain, learned. but oh, he's basically no. that shit. Yeah, he's he, Jack Frost. He nips at your nose. I oh. guess he can fly at the end, strange, but not like I mean. No, he flies. He flies on the wind. It's the, North the wind, wind, and they trust each other. It's a yeah. very consensual relationship. Yeah, <laughs> it's like Moana in the ocean. I am. A fish person? Um, no. Um, <laughs> the ocean yeah, so, definitely wanted, pushed her to go on the journey. And the North Wind definitely wanted Jack to be great. Same thing. Um, so, <laughs> so yeah, we've got Jack who is out here, mischief and everything, throwing the snowballs. And he can't be seen. His whole thing is, I'm invisible. Why am I? I just want to talk last, to somebody. Yes. This, I'm tired of being quarantined. Mo- the last movie we watched, Klaus, should have been the song Invisible should have gone to Jack Frost as his lead song for this episode. <laughs> it fits I'm just so, as well. I'm so glad that there wasn't a musical number. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I needed that. I saw Jack Frost at the very beginning. Be all sad boy. I was like, here we go. <laughs> and then it didn't. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> Although, to be fair, opening scene corpse floating in water rising from from a frozen lake no i i yeah I that's a pretty strong image was. well i was I, like i'm oh, not surprised oh, by the sad is, boy moment i was like who, this is how we're starting the movie okay who did it better daniel craig jack frost jack frost because daniel craig didn't die but we're we talking about adele. james bond yeah we're talking about james bond adele was skyfall oh adele that's all you have yeah. to say. Yeah. But equally, that was a musical number. Yeah. yeah. My bad. In the sky. <laughs> Not a musical. That's I mean, I, I will take Adele Skyfall over this whole damn movie right here, right now. Like, you think I'm playing? Oh. I know you're not. But, um, that's. Don't hate on Adele. You can hate on everything else except Adele and Fruits Basket. Anything else you want to. I like Adele, but uh, take, I still want see, this movie. Yeah. Anyway, moving to this movie. So. Jack can't be seen, and he's all like sad boy about it. But he's like, you know what? It's okay because I can do hood stuff with my friends. I don't have any friends, so he can do hood stuff by himself. <laughs> so, so I can make this child be endangered by having him sled through busy rush hour streets and then get hit in the dome with a couch. <laughs> the couch he yeah. had a I helmet. No, I was like, how is this kid even alive right now? 
cartoons. So Magic he got bullshit. hit in the face with a couch, basically. Like, I don't know about Look, you. I don't I know what not, to tell you. Not... He wore a helmet. That's obviously all you need to know. Yes, because the helmet covers this part of your face. It's because the helmet protects your neck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, it's um, basically Jack is the main character. You know, he's got this fit on and he is, um, you know, eternally young. He has all these other characteristics of the Guardians and the other myths, but he's not one. So he feels alone and there's nothing he can really do about it. Um, and as the story progresses, we learn more about that. Basically, something is going on in the world of the Guardians has caused in disarray. And so that meeting is called by the man in the moon or so the Santa or the man in the moon called the meeting. Santa is Santa the uh, leader of the Guardians, essentially. Yeah. He's the one who like calls the meeting and is just like, hey, uh, I know it's a problem. There, there are fewer lights. Fewer kids believe in us. Uh, we got to fix this shit. And while all of them are arguing, the man on the moon just starts shining down like he wants to send a message because he is the one creating the Guardians. Yeah. So they have this meeting about what to do and what's going on. And they realize, hey, like like you said, things are happening. Um, there's not as much light. There's, you know, not many people looking for eggs, like two aren't being hid. Like what's going on? And that's when we see we nightmare need a fuel. New, uh, oh, sorry. No, you're right. No, you're right. So we introduced the the villain, and yeah. that's the point in which the moon is like, we need a new Avenger. Copyright strike. Don't you worry that when this movie came out, it was compared to Avengers a lot. Mostly because it was marketed like, hey, you saw your favorite superheroes assemble and get together. Well, now look at your favorite uh, holiday symbols. Now we have your favorite holiday (laughs) symbols. Favorite holiday cryptids. They're from (laughs) Mars. Watch them fight the heat miser. And Uh, you're getting my hopes up, bro. But um, (laughs) um. we got the introduction of the uh, the main villain, Pitch Black, Pitch Perfect, Pitch Black. Otherwise, um, it's the Boogeyman. Boogeyman. Yeah, yeah, or the Boogeyman. Nightmare King. Different show. Uh, <laughs> what's your take on Pitch Black? How do you feel about him as a villain? Um, I liked him. You know, he was very ominous. He had all the good qualifications of a great villain, personally. He was voiced by Jude Law, who did an exceptional job, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, he... Sh- like struck fear like i couldn't watch this when the lights were off as a kid because i mean as a kid i was like 17 um but well, it, it was pretty pitch black when he was going on the screen it it, it was <laughs> good job there i'll let you have that one um Goodness. but yeah so it was like super um like you said super dark he seemed like he was an evil sandman almost because i thought he was using sand at first so I thought like the I Sandman was, was like, sand. what's that? He I took think it was he took Sandman's dreams and turned them into nightmares. Yeah, hence the horses. The same kind of some, hence the sandy horses. That, so that, like, that's my, hold on, that was my only criticism. Real quick, what? I'm like, you what? are the man of nightmares right now. You could do so much better than just death horses. Well, like that's what a death horse is called. It's called nightmares. 
he's a pale writer. You've yeah. played Soul Calibur. Strange. Listen. <laughs> no, okay. I understand Calibur. the nightmare. I, I understand. Nightmare. But I'm like, your nightmares. It, I don't know. Put a dragon yeah. in it. I don't know. Just something. <laughs> dragons scary. are actually common misconception by America ruining things. Dragons are also actual creatures of protection everywhere around the world. You didn't watch mm. Shang-Chi either. Let's say Europeans uh, are part of the problem. Yeah. <laughs> Western well, yeah, dragons well, aren't so much, but technically those are wyverns. So those aren't even dragons. So no. they just no, got bro, they got European dragons four, four legs. legs. Yeah, that's a dragon. A wyvern oh, yeah. is just two legs and wings. But anyways, Skyrim. Uh, 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 no, no, I, was like, I understand. I understood the horse thing. Very funny, but also funny. You were just looking for more creativity with it, like yeah, when would, what they did with yeah. Sandman. Well, which I get much. that, but. I thought it worked yeah. out perfectly because he f- didn't have that imagination, childlike wonder. He was the opposite of Sandman. He was the antithesis to Sandman. It was creativity, joy, and light. He's darkness, mundaneness. He's not going to have that creativity or that whimsy that Sandman has. I looked on it in like an introspective level, but I also look at probably way too many things on an introspective level. So that's probably why I came up with them. And you're probably all right. They probably were just lazy. And well. I- I'm both, not saying both. it's bad. I'm just saying I would have liked to see just a like when he put the giant scythe sickle around or whatever that was. Like that was cool. I was like, more of that, please. Oh no, we're just okay. Never mind. Oh, and the okay, there was like a spear arrow thing. But that was it. That was all he had. But yes, I agree with both your points. Um, one, <laughs> yeah, totally. It's all about horses because that's the first thing he, he converted was a little girl's like dream of, of of unicorn and turned it into a fucking hell horse, and that's his shtick now. Uh, but certainly, you know, it gets yeah. kind of boring with it only being hell horses and like a flood of darkness. Yeah. That being said, yeah, ocean of hell horse like above me. Yeah, no, fuck that shit. <laughs> Yeah. I, I don't equ- need to be creative at that point. <laughs> but equally, like, we don't spend a lot of time with him and his, like, yeah. darkness minions. It's a lot of him the villain. Yeah. And, like, him the personality being, the like, the Which, thing that is, like, scary. Maybe it's because it came out the same year as Avengers. But I always saw him as, like, uh, kind of like Loki. He's running around doing all the tricks tricks and everything building up his own power until he can have his army to take everybody out with. Uh, But he's also got this comedic edge to him, especially when his plans aren't going quite his way and he gets a little whiny about it. I mean, we just don't know anything about his backstory outside of he had a connection with a man on the moon. So there's nothing more to latch onto besides that. I mean, we never figure out what that connection was. Like, I wholeheartedly like, feel like there was supposed to be a Guardians of the Galaxy 2. There was. They immediately <laughs> had plans to make one, but because the, uh, the movie bombed at the box office, those plans were immediately uh, canceled. Oh, yeah, that is one thing that I forgot to say, that, like, this became a cult classic as soon as it got doomed. Hello, Dipper, in the background, you're adorable. Yes, um, like... <laughs> This did horrible in theaters, like you said, because it came out with so much stuff. But then, like, everybody, everybody I know who's seen this movie loves it. Oh, yeah. Like, loved it. Like, I was actually worried. Um, this is going to transition to what I was saying next. I was actually worried that this was going to, like, Spider-Verse was going to be one of those things where, you know, 
it did horrible in theaters and everybody loved it afterwards. And it was kind of like, um, it didn't do horrible. I feel like it did really well. But I feel like the love really came when it came to Netflix, um, when it came on DVD. I feel like that's when it really blew up. Um, and I feel like this was, um, unfortunately, not the same case because, I mean, maybe we'll get Rise of the Guardians too now. They're the person who owned the uh, rights to the books originally uh, is trying to get the, back the rights to the movie so he can just reboot the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But I don't like that just because that basically means this movie is just stuck where it is and we're never going to get anything more with it. Yeah, no, I'm going to need him to let that go like Elsa so I can get <laughs> um, part two of this work uh, of art. For part two to happen, DreamWorks is going to have to come back and say, eh, okay, yeah. Let's give it another shot. We got 85 pandas and 68 dragon movies. They can give us a second one of this. We literally had three of each of those. (laughs) And then there was like eight miniseries. Okay, what do you want from me? Sagwa the cat should get a reboot. But anyway, so yeah, um, basically (laughs) this is the story of the Guardians um, kind of recruiting Jack Frost as a, you know, vigilante, like deputy guardian to help them fight um, pitch black and kind of save the holidays. Um, And then you see more of each guardian. You realize they each have like a niche and they're not just like pricks, like they're kind of portrayed to be at the beginning. Um, Not that they are portrayed to be pricks. (laughs) We're spending so much time protecting the children. We don't have time for children children what (laughs) crazy yeah so you realize they all have like a good heart and everything and they all have like their own lair and place um the easter bunny has just all of australia um underground uh, australia but yeah yeah nicholas north because i gotta remember he is never called santa in this um he's just called north yeah but so north is you know the north pole sandman is everything we don't really know where yeah we don't really know where he is um he's in your dreams he's just up in the clouds yeah he's He's living there rent free (laughs) and two fairy is in a south america teeth south america south america yeah in a castle of teeth um very disturbing but yeah (laughs) so um basically this is their story to save the kids and along the way pitch black does a lot of hood horrible things and even takes a fascination in jack frost he's more so like yeah you're you know you're like me you know look what our powers create when they merge like we know what it's like to be ignored we must stick together i have a vendetta against the man in the moon i'm like what did he do like what did he do for this i feel like it's his son maybe well, like, technically, they're all his kids, I guess. Are they? Well, he's the one who makes them. Does he? We legit see him making Jack Frost. Uh, when we find out Jack's uh, backstory and everything, being yeah, he's just sister. a kid living in like the 1700s. He's out playing with his little sister, and they're on thin ice, literally. Uh, and he has the idea of okay. Uh, she's scared. Let's not be, let's not worry about this. Let's just have some fun. And he dances along the ice to get his staff and uses it to quickly, uh, skate her across to save her, 
uh, position on the lake while the what the ice cracks and he falls in the water. Right after that, we see the moon shine blue, uh, rays of light go down on him, and that's supposed to be like the. Tr- right after that, that flash is supposed to be the transition from him uh, being a normal person to turning into Jack Frost, and then the beginning of the movie is what would come right after that. Yeah, yeah. Man, what a, what a traumatic traumatic childhood event for that that sister though. She we'll never right. know how she turned out. She, she, ne- again. she never went ice skating again. Yeah. Sorry. What? <laughs> she got that Sharingan and was just like, never going near the ice. She'll be, I'm she'll alert. Fire the Hokage. Save the village. Killed the rest of her clan. Got her other sibling, her third sibling, to kill her. And then... <laughs> yeah, that's kind of... So, like, yeah, I guess I'm kind of glad that Homie was like... I have a family, but that was the 1700s, so they're all dead. I'm glad that wasn't like a big depressing moment. Yeah. Because like, it should have been. You remember the yeah. next 300 years and was just like, oh, right. If Even if I had one, they'd be dead already anyway, so. True. Yeah. No one can live forever except. But now I can live party. for the current children. Yeah. We are the world. Um, so. Yeah, and I feel like to answer the question of why Pitch Black is like this, I feel like comparing, like you compare this to Avengers, I'm going to compare it to another Disney movie, um, Hercules. Like, I feel like maybe Pitch Black has like a Hades syndrome. Like, yes, someone needs to, you know, work over the darkness. Like, someone has to control that, but no one wants to. So the fact that the man in the moon made um, Pitch Black the Guardian of Nightmares probably pissed him off because it's a thankless job and no one wants to do it. And there's a lot of corruption and you don't get any credit for anything because they're freaking nightmares. Everybody hates nightmares. Everybody hates death. So I'm assuming that's maybe that's it. I don't know. That's what what little we find out about him says that everybody knew of him. Everybody uh, basically believed and worshipped Pitch Black just so he never bothered them. But one day, because the Guardians came around, gave him hope, dreams, and all this good stuff, they stopped giving a shit about him, and he became isolated, lonely, and basically how we see Jack at the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. Cold world. Cold world. Um, but yeah, like the mythos of these characters are very interesting, I feel like, because we all know the story of Jack Frost brings in the code. Um, you know, male Elsa as that train was back oh, God. when they came out. No. Um the Sandman grants dreams, Two Frey comes against this. But we don't really know any mythos about like, you know, the boogeyman, except, you know, he's gonna come he lives mess under you up your if you're bed. bad. Stop that. I have to go to sleep tonight. <laughs> um, <laughs> I will throw a firecracker under here. Um but yeah, there's never really anything good to hear about the boogeyman, so I thought that was interesting. Um, but one thing that I feel like we gotta talk about and give someone their flowers, um, Peter Ramsey, who worked on this film, who also worked on Into the Spider-Verse. He was um, the director for both, apparently. Yes. And the and he actually talked about this in his um like kind of he did kind of like a documentary, like 30 for 30 thing for into the Spider-Verse where he talked about this movie a lot. 
and how he thought it was going to be so good. And this was the first time he felt like true failure, like, or a few like anguish that you feel when you're going for something great. There's going to be that, you know, um, there's going to be that giant block. Yeah, it is great. It It just came out with some bad timing. Yeah, which is something that you can't really, you know, these things are playing years and not months in advance for the release date. There's nothing you can really do about that unless you're freaking Taylor Swift and you just go and release your old music when Anderson Park and Silk Sonic is dropping. Stupid, stupid. Um, anyway. <laughs> and then Adele knocks everything off to, you know, out of the water. So she wasn't know, dropping when Adele was dropping. I'll say that though. Or when Ed <laughs> Sheeran was dropping, she was scared. Or J. Cole. <laughs> But anyway, so enough about my secret crush, Taylor Swift. Um, yeah, so Peter Ramsey has been making crazy awesome stuff. He made Into the Spider-Verse, which is probably my favorite animated movie of all time, if sure I have to say. Mine. Um, yeah, it's sorry, Disney. You're close. Number two with Lion King. Um, I'm not sorry. Do better. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but just like the texture the designs and he's like his first start was as a graphic artist like you know all of us have that um, degree I think most of us do I don't know what y'all do with y'all lives anymore um, but I think some of at least at least I have the degree in Kells because we graduate at the same time so I know we do I don't know what I don't stri- do a damn thing with it who you telling um, <laughs> I, used to, I used to live in a laundromat so I obviously you can tell I don't have one so. like if I don't reach I've my I've never pinnacle, read a book in my life, also. I believe that with you, like, <laughs> full disrespect. <laughs> but, um, but Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, the rising <laughs> of a shield hero, um, the rise of the Guardians. Rise of the Guardians is... Rise of the Guardians. <laughs> um, it was a fun time, you know? Does anybody have any, like, favorite characters or favorite moments from this movie? Um... I know. It's, oh, also when, it ends with when Jack, Jack was uh, when Jack was trying to keep uh, the last light uh, shining. When he went to that final kid who was desperately trying to believe, and was just like, "Let me give you a little. Let me uh, play around with you. Let me uh, have some fun here, and just show the kid a good time." And started believing in everyone. All of them so hard. He finally sees Jack. That was the one that I really liked. And I know I went through a couple of versions of saying that that were weird. <laughs> Screw you! <laughs> I see you laughing at it. <laughs> it's it's fair, but <laughs> no, like totally that that moment in which uh, Jack finally gets recognized. He's like, I will make. You son of a bitch, I will make you believe in the Easter Bunny if I don't do anything else. And he's like, Snow. <laughs> Jack. Jack freaking Frost. And then it's like, you see Is him. That, that was you? my favorite. My favorite moment was like, I think it's the same as yours, Saul, but it was kind of like Jack's whole character rise. Like, you know, of him being seen. And the guy's like, Jack. Or the little kid's like, Jack. Jack Frost. And he's like, yes, I did it. I freaking did it. Like, in that moment. And then when he becomes a guardian, and he becomes a guardian of fun, like, his whole thing, he wasn't just destruction. He wasn't just, like, 
melancholy or coldness or something for people. It's like he was fun, you know, the sweating and that vindication he had of like saving his sister and like him being a good person and like wanting her to have fun. It just it really tugged on my heartstrings. It's and as North put it earlier, he found his center. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I I really I really enjoyed um Jack Frost's whole character development and arc. It was beautiful. Um yeah, I like, mean that that was a that was a hype moment, but probably one of my favorite moments is just any scene when the Sandman goes off and like kicks Pitch's butt. Man, that was all. I'm like, yo, when Sandy, how you make Sandman cool? This is how you do it. You make him that a sand, take notes. You make him a sandbender and just. <laughs> now nah, that was garb, bro. That was full garb. <laughs> They're yeah, really. like. When, I'm surprised. I'm surprised I didn't see the whole like sand pyramid castle crush or whatever. It was Shikaku waking up, bro. It was that playing about, awesome jutsu. You about to see an edit coming quick? <laughs> like Sandman Sand and Sam burial coming. <laughs> Sandman yeah. reminds me of Snorlax. You know when he wakes up, run because like <laughs> when he wakes up, he grumpy. Yes, he is the OG, the best, and the goat. Um. But no, that is a dope moment with him doing pretty much anything. You're right. Sandman is pretty dope in that aspect. I would say my favorite moment. Uh, wait, and no, I already did that. I was going to get a character. But Kels, what's your favorite moment? Um, I so favorite moment overall. You know, it's a lot of fun. Um, it's also a little, you know, in my opinion, kind of generic, just due to like the concepts we're drawing from. But it's relatively unique in the delivery right yeah. so so part of this some of the stuff i really enjoyed throughout the whole thing was the comic relief of the santa's shop right <laughs> so the, you know the elves being dumb as fuck um mm, make them also red. yeah yes literally yeah. that so they're they're walking through the the workshop, and and this fucking yeti is like, okay, I'm, I'm just finishing touches on the last blue robot, and Santa's like, I don't like him, make him run. He's like, like I feel that intrinsically. That is in my soul. And then what uh, what happens? Oh yeah, like um, the egg. He thing. finishes. He, oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was saying like the same yeti paints eggs red <laughs> the Easter Bunny is like make them blue it's too Christmassy he's like ah oh. <laughs> uh, I don't recall that but I might not have really? been paying attention it was no, during it a was, montage I, yeah okay. it, it was very quick it, is. it was still nice because I remember he finished the, the red robots and then fucking pitch black was like the shop shut down and he's yeah. like why do I why why do I even put effort into the life you know I felt his frustration on a spiritual level like um but no totally um you know the the sincere parts were really sincere the comic relief stuff was you know on the money in terms of timing uh, not too much it was in there you know was in a sparse you had you know you were paying attention to pick it up um overall it was a fun unique time i agree i agree um yeah favorite character wise i think i gotta go with either (laughs) jack or north for sure um those are definitely two standout characters to me um and personally i think that i would have to give it to jack 
You know, I normally don't pick the main characters of like movies. They're normally never really my favorites. Normally the like the tourists or a different um, character. But this one I got to go with Jack. I think they had a great, good main character. Hand North close second. Um, Sandman third. Pitch black last. Bottom trash. Character hated. <laughs> Jack's a fun character. I did. I did quite enjoy his whole character. I don't know. That's all I really have to say. So is that your favorite character? Uh, I mean, it's either him or Sandman, just because of what Sandman does. Uh, I like Sandman. Sandy is cool, Um, even though he's a mute. Hey, mutes are cool. Yes. I don't. He basically talks in emojis. Really weird. (laughs) You said that. You only took it weird. (laughs) But no, um, totally. Like, if if I had to pick a favorite character, it would have to be Sandman because, um, you know, the ability to communicate emotions and information non-verbally is so interesting as a concept, you know. It's incredibly um, difficult, too. I love that. Yes. yes. As we saw with the, with the, he's trying to tell people, like, look, the moon is talking to you. Please pay attention to me. <laughs> and they made you give a fuck about this man who didn't have a single lick of dialogue when he died. That was... That tore me up. Oh, yeah. I was like, no, no, my boy. <laughs> and when he, when he came back, when the children were like, we'll defend the guardians of the children. It's like, ah, oh, shit. And then, like, he comes back from the dead. You know, the, the, the nightmares are turned back into regular ass dream sand or whatever. However mm-hmm. this works. And he's like, I'm back. That was, you know, it didn't feel out of place. It felt earned and deserved yeah. and mm-hmm. I was excited for it because mm-hmm. you know you saw what he did earlier so you know he's gonna mess pitch up and I was like he put yes. the word to him yes yeah the Sandman is the Superman of the Guardians he is the heavy hitter <laughs> I, I absolutely adore um, yeah. Sandman as well he's he's like up there like I said top three so um, what about you Zog who's your favorite uh Honestly, I don't ha- really have like one singular favorite, but my favorite like thing for the Guardians themselves is that is the interactions between North and Bunny. <laughs> Just seeing that they have this kind of like rivalry between them and they're constantly arguing back and forth on which one's better, Christmas or Easter. It's fun. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. Easter um, is important this year. Did you guys hear him say that? Do you, you guys hear him say? <laughs> that was funny. No, my holiday, my form of travel. Stomp, stomp. Tunnel. <laughs> yeah, that buckle was up. like so cool. Everybody's way buckles? of like transportation. Where's the belts? That was cool. Uh, There's no belts. Hang on. <laughs> also, yeah, very um, quotable movie. It is yes, super quotable. Super quotable. Um, yeah, so I would say this is definitely up there with my Christmas movies, even though it's not like a Christmas movie. But it feels like a Christmas movie. I think that's because I end up feeling good at the end. So maybe that's why I feel <laughs> it as a Christmas movie. Um, it's but, like, I'm just like, honestly, living where we live, I was just like, what state do you live in to where Easter time still has snow on the ground? Where do you live? Canada. <laughs> Not so below this? the Mason-Dixon. Yeah, Michigan. <laughs> kind of. Just, no. I'm like, they must be in Maine or Canada or something. There's no way. I mean, probably no. they're probably in like Denmark or something because you know there's more. Well, they traveled the North world. America. Denmark, 
<laughs> Where is Denmark? Because I may not comprehend. <laughs> Denmark's this. over in Europe. It's in the UK. They were not in Denmark. They were this not in Denmark. <laughs> Do we know that? Yes. Yes. The, the last map. light was yeah. somewhere on the northeast United States. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You right. You right. <laughs> you right. Not Denmark. <laughs> Definitely Denmark around the world, but you know, oh, clearly the only kid that believes is some smuck in I don't know <laughs> Idaho. You know, probably Maine. Yeah. Shit. Some douche. Sorry, not douche. He's a wow. wonderful gift. Some kid that saves the lives of the, you know, <laughs> yeah. imaginary guardians. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Literally stopped Santa from Asshole. turning into dust. I was afraid Santa was going to turn to an old man at any point because he's walking like, like, I was like, no. It's yeah, it's what, I mean, all of them aged except the rabbit. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he reversed. I mean, Tooth Fairy was like weird, just a weird character. I uh, can I can I say though because looking at the wiki, literally um, a picture from the book, we totally got hoed with the tooth fairy. She just was like an awesome warrior, giant wings, got like swords and everything. Like where's that? She what had children. That? She, she punched. She had to put down the sword to be a mother. Oh my goodness! No, she did a punch mm-hmm. at the end of the movie. That was all she did. Other Again, than that, bro, you could took the tooth fairy out. The, Besides the memories thing, I think you could have took the tooth fairy out. Nothing would have lost. We You're hundred percent right about that one. <laughs> I want to take sixty seconds and appreciate that moment too, <laughs> when she was like, "Here, here's a gift," and he's like, "A quarter? What am I gonna do with this?" And she decks his ass, <laughs> knocking out the tooth. Oh, I, I didn't that. expect it, but I loved it. So like, great. We need no, her in the whole movie just great. for that. She was she was a dope character. Um, but yeah, um, again, I love the moment where I think, I think my favorite moment, I know I said that, but I realized my favorite moment is Jack's <laughs> image being shown in the hall of the guardians, like with his hood on, like, mm-hmm. I respect that. But yeah, any final thoughts about rise of the guardians, my fellows, before we dip on out, it was a good time. Uh, I would probably show it to my children if I could find the DVD, but you know. The DVD, we have the internet. By the time he has children, it'll probably have a, like a 10th anniversary release. Maybe. Well, that's I next mean, year. So I hope yeah. he waits that long. Yeah. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> next year. He's got one of the other. anniversary. <laughs> Sounds like that clock's ticking. <laughs> but this, <Whoops. laughs> this is a, um, it's a simple, easy movie. But the presentation has a lot of heart to it. And it's, I love to just rewatch this movie. It's a lot of fun. It's easy to get into. And it's something you can actually sit down and enjoy or just have on in the background as you're doing something else. It's fair. It's fair. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I think it's a classic. Maybe not a holiday classic, but definitely a classic. Um, it's something that... I will hold up there with the, you know, the not quite the spider verses and the Moanas, but definitely the like Wreck-It Ralphs and the Kung Fu Pandas, I would say. Like put yeah, in that like area. That's, Maybe like. They're, they're, they're about the same, you know. They're like, I got tears. I know this isn't a jab <laughs> at you, Zog, because I know your so Kung Fu Pandas is like your number one. I, 
I didn't even say anything. I was just like, I'm trying to comprehend where that falls, but okay. No, that's what I'm trying to tell you. I was so tier one, Moana <laughs> into the Spider-Verse, Lion King. Moana, best Disney movie, best Pixar movie in my opinion. So that's number one. It's not Pixar. Yes, it is. Technically no. mm. Disney, but anyways. Moana is not a Pixar. You're right. Well, Moana is not a Pixar movie. It's just had Pixar helped with it. It was weird. Anyway, I'll talk about that later. So like <laughs> Moana, Lion King, Spider-Verse. Then tier two is probably Anastasia and some other stuff. And then tier three is like Kung Fu Panda, Rise of the Guardians, Wreck-It Ralph. That's where I put this. And then there's tier four and five. And then there's Iron Giant, which just, I'm pretty sure that movie's trash, but nostalgic makes me love it. So it's on its own not spot. Actually, not actually bad. Not bad. Thanks, Vin Diesel. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Groot. I mean, whatever he said. <laughs> I am Groot. Superman. I am Superman. But I yeah, um, Superman. so that's how I feel about it. Any final thoughts from you, Kells? Strange. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was, I was, you know, letting you take the lead. No, um, well, I already said my bit. I mean, great. Yeah. Uh, it was a good time. I was surprised that it was more unique than it had any basics of being on paper for the premise. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. but clearly looking at the volume of lore there <laughs> is uh, for the source material um, I can see why I'm surprised because it is in depth and uh, yeah let's be weird children's author- authors man we should sure. do it 100% like I got the stories and I got the mind and yeah, you know, we just gotta teach Strange how to read and then we will be I'll never know how to read. He's our test demo, man. If it works on him, we'll sell four. If I see pretty (laughs) colors, you know me. That's why you don't watch manga or read manga, because it don't have pretty colors. This sounds like like a plan. Let's get started. Your cat is attacking your table. It's adorable. It's fine. Um, He's fine. But yeah, so I think that's all. Uh, Play us out, Kels. Right. Um, you can catch the show on all your podcatchers. We're talking Spotify, iTunes, Amazon podcast at Content Breaker or Instagram, Twitter at Content Breaker as well. Gentlemen, y'all have stuff too. Yes, you can find me at Static Dreads on the Twitter. Um, I'm there. The Twitter. On the, the whole Twitter. Twitter. Yes. You Strange. find me... Uh, strangely entertaining that's on Twitter that's at strangely entertaining by the way strangely int you can find me on Twitch that's uh, twitch.tv forward slash strangely entertaining and you can find me on YouTube and I stream at 7pm central time what day on Tuesdays nice (laughs) Tuesday 7pm central standard time Mm -hmm. Also, check the other product when I get off my lazy ass to do actual research instead of doing schoolwork. Fuck that. Um, at yeah. your typical Shono protagonist on all the broadcatchers or uh, Twitter at your TSP. Zog, we have a schedule that we follow diligently. Oh, so diligently. I'm relying on I'm relying on you to tell me what I'm watching next week. Well, next week we're getting a weave on. We're watching Sailor Moon S, the movie. Oh, yeah. The one thing I'm excited for. Merry Christmas. (laughs) Happy other holidays that exist, too. (laughs) Feliz Navidad. See ya. (laughs) 
Stop recording.